All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Facts and Stats. You have here your host, Everett Jr. Alongside of me, I have a special guest. I'm allowed to introduce myself, and then we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm Cindy Robinson, and yeah, I'm the guest of Facts and Stats today. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Cindy. We definitely appreciate it. Before we get into talking about who you are and um, all the topics that we have today, NFL and NBA, um, I like to say, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and tell a friend about everything that we got going on over here. And we love the support that we've been having so far. We appreciate you all. All right, Cindy, um, I was in a Twitter space the other day, and I heard you talking um, highly on the topics that was around sports, and that amazed me. Um, so I reached out to you, and I asked you to be a guest. Uh, so you can pretty much tell everyone that's going to watch this podcast episode who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you at. Um, okay, I am a sports media professional, we'll say. Um, I am currently a senior social media specialist at ESPN, and I do host a podcast covering the Pac-12 called Locked On Pac-12. Um, other than that, I am a former Pac-12 student-athlete. I ran track at Washington State and then went to grad school at USC, so... Um, the the West Coast USC the Pac-12 USC just have to clarify that because East Coast people love to think we're talking about South Carolina and I'm not so um, yeah that's I mean I've been part of sports all my life been playing um, organized sports since I was like seven started playing tennis and then went into basketball and then went into track so um, mom and dad played sports like it's a you know family thing or whatever okay. um, and teams? then. Who's, Who's my team? team? Yeah. Uh, Football-wise, Saints. Um, I used to work for them. They were one of my first, like, uh, major jobs in sports. And basketball-wise, it's a little tricky because I don't really root for one specific team now. I am really big on just, like, when I know people who are playing, I kind of root for them. Mm -hmm. So um, it could be the, the Warriors sometimes, it could be the Bucks sometimes, it could be the Nets another time. So you're so just like, never rocking with one team? Um, well, last year I was rooting for the Bucks hard because, uh, I, I know a few, a person or two on that team. And okay. so I was like really rooting for them. Okay. Um, well, yeah, but then, for them, so. yeah, yeah, I mean, I, when I worked for the Saints, I worked for the Pelicans as well. And the team that was there is all no longer there like not one person on that team now was on the team when I was there mm -hmm. and so all of those players are scattered and I just I mean I always ha had great relationships with all of them so oh, like wow. just wish them all the best you right. know what I mean right like, that makes sense yeah. okay that makes if anything sense. I just like watching good basketball so yeah <laughs> okay um so we're going to go ahead and kick episode 74 off with uh some NFL topics and it's been a team that I really wanted to touch on but I, I just couldn't have the strength to you know record often the past couple of months uh, so the Patriots, they're sitting at nine and four now. Um, they're on a nice little win streak of seven games. How do you think that they're, you know, they really match up with the um, the potential wise? We know they have, you know, a Hall of Fame and a, a great coach, Bill Belichick. How do you think that they can do in their playoff run this season, though? Um, I think they turned around their season. I think they started off kind of shaky, and people yeah. were not sure what was going to happen. Um, having someone like Mac Jones, young player, you know what I mean, leading. It's kind of it's kind of tough, especially after losing like Tom Brady, right? right? Having someone come after him is tough. Then you had Cam Newton in there. You would have thought like, okay, this is gonna be a new era, but with a great quarterback at the helm, and that didn't really work out. And so it looked a little shaky and tricky for a minute when it came to the Patriots. But um, 
their recent, you know, wins have shown that like they're still the Patriots. They're right. still a team to fear. Um, I think a lot of people feel like some of their wins recently have come from luck as a matter of other teams um, struggling with injuries or, you know, COVID-19 yeah. illnesses. Uh, and that's that's fair, you know, but that's also a part of the game, right? People can have all these injuries and whatnot and still win. So even if that's the case, they're doing what they need to do to make sure they're winning in those moments because they could still, you know, trick it off and lose, but they're not doing that. You right. know, they're capitalizing off of what they're being handed. And so that's really all a part of the game. We know like injuries can happen at any time. We've seen some people have to sit out full seasons and be like, what? We expect you to be this crazy, amazing, you know, player this season. Right. And trust me, as a fantasy football um, person, I, I have yeah. taken some notes <laughs> off of some injuries, okay? Right. So right. it's a part of the game, but like, I think that the Chiefs are just capitalizing off of what they're being given. Okay, yeah, um, that was well said, actually, because pretty much every single person that I spoke on, um, and I was in that boat a little bit. I was, man, the Patriots ain't for real. You know, like they win. They being some team that they probably couldn't be if circumstances were reversed. Um, but right. I give them all their, their credit now. Um, Mac Jones is definitely not playing like a rookie quarterback. Um, they have a rushing attack. They kill you on the ground. And J.C. Jackson has, you know, bumped his way into being one of the top corners in the league. Right. Uh, so I, I just don't know because another team that I want to talk to you about, the Chiefs, you know, they're Patrick Mahomes. They've been there the last three seasons right around that ballpark, Super Bowl twice, AFC Championship once. Um, they're hot, they're, they're self, you know, um, they yeah. did beat the Chargers last night. So how do you think that can go about there to meet in the playoffs? And do you think that they even have a chance of being the Chiefs? I think that they definitely have a chance. The Chiefs aren't the same Chiefs we've seen of past years. Um, they're not bad, but they're not the great that we've, we've seen, you know. Um, Patrick Mahomes is still a great quarterback. Travis Kelsey is still a great tight end. They still have uh, Tyron Matthew at your defensive. Is he hurt right now? No, he's playing. Okay. Yeah, he's playing. I have to check because sometimes I get a little, you know, it's a lot of teams to cover, a lot mm -hmm. of to keep up with. But either way, like, they have – talent there right so they're still finding ways to win um figure things out but we've seen them kind of struggle to get some of those wins they haven't right. been just straight out flat like dominant wins and so at that point i am a strong believer of any given saturday sunday whatever day they're playing thursday monday you know gets tricky in playoffs but like any given sunday is a real thing to me and i feel like Anybody can get beat at any time. The Patriots are playing a game to where they're going to give the Chiefs a run for their money whenever they have the chance to play them. I don't think they're on their regular schedule, so it, it would be in playoffs if they see each mm -hmm. other, right? Yeah. Um, I think it'll be a good game. If everybody comes with what they're supposed to come with and the right energy and they're, you know, playing to the best of their abilities on that day, then I think it'll be a good game. But if you ask me to choose one, I mean, the veterans – side of things you would want to choose the chiefs right because they work well under pressure um they get themselves out of those tough situations and come out on top and so they might be a little more poised in a tough matchup against the patriots mm -hmm. but if the patriots were to come out winning i couldn't say i'm like super surprised you know okay so do you feel like those are like the top two teams to make it out the afc right now because it seems like you're pretty sold on both uh yeah i mean at first i was i was saying the titans were rolling like they were having a great season um losing derrick henry i don't know if he's still out yeah. like i said i don't keep up with everybody but i know he did go out on injury and so like it's tough but like a, some teams literally rely on 
that presence of their superstar, right? And then once that superstar is gone, it's like, what are we gonna do now, you know? So um, right now, yeah, the, I would say the Chiefs and the pa- the Patriots are probably your top choices. It was gonna be the Bills, cause like- I was, oh, Yeah, I wanted to speak on the Bills. You, you got the Patriots over the Bills so easily now? Uh, I don't want to say so easy, but they did beat them already. And so if they're able to beat them again when they face them again before the regular season is over, then it's kind of like, right? It's you know what I mean? Like, I'm saying. So what if the so what if the Bills win game two though? Then it gets tricky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I want to know who you think tricky. is the better football and team like to protect me. To win a playoff matchup. Well, any given Sunday, okay. Any given yeah, that's Sunday. Coming. That's what I'm saying. I say that. I'm telling you. It's hard. I'm, I promise you, when both teams are playing really well, it's hard for me to say, like, this team got it in the bag no matter what. Because football is just so, like, you just don't know what can happen. It's so unpredictable. Injuries can happen at the beginning of a game and shift the whole dynamic of what was supposed to happen or what people predicted to happen, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's def- That's definitely true. Uh, so, okay. So, well, now we have another thing hitting um, both sports, actually, NBA and NFL, and even affecting both of us with fantasy. Um, COVID outbreak is going uh, pretty, pretty, pretty wild right now in NBA and NFL. If you, what's your thoughts? Like, what would you do if you had the decisions to make a, a choice on if the league, both leagues, to suspend and just stop or keep going? Like, how do you feel about all of that? I'm ready for another shutdown, <laughs> personally. Like, I know we love sports, but, like, how good are the games when everybody on the roster is on the COVID-19 protocol list and can't play? Like, what are we doing, you know? And at the top of everything, I'm sorry, your health is the most important thing. And so you risking – I mean, they risk their physical health all the time playing this sport, right? Yeah. But – when this is something where you can't really control and i mean injuries you can't really control either but diseases is a little different you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm a i'm not so quick to like fight up against that and so i just feel like i think our our world our sports industry is a very greedy industry and they're going to push you know whenever the money is on the line they're going to push as long as they can but the way things are going right now is exactly how COVID started. And you saw the lockdown, I mean, the shutdown happen when it came to the NBA and then going into the NFL season, so many people got injured. So many people were on the COVID-19 protocol list. Like we're doing that again at a high rate right now. And we started the season off well, and we didn't have a lot of people on those lists. And, Mm. you know, it seemed like the uh, mandates were getting things together, using the masks when necessary, holding them accountable, finding them when they're not doing what they need to do. But now cases are rising again. And there's all these different variants that, you know, I feel like we can't really get a hold of the whole situation because it's starting to evolve. And we're just still trying to do the same things that were already being done. And it's like, you know, you have to evolve with it. And so if that means taking a step back, halting things again, then that might be the necessary thing to do. Because at the end of the day, we need to stop forgetting that people die yeah, from this disease day. and are still dying. Yeah. Like, Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I definitely agree. Um, I think at this rate, now one thing I don't want to see happen again, honestly, um, if they got to avoid this, avoid this by all means, I don't want to see NBA bubble again. That, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that, no, no, I don't that think that's not either. Like I don't think anybody. Yeah. I don't think the NBA players want to go to like that. That was not the best of basketball being played. Um, even though my team did go to the finals, ultimately in it, I'm not gonna say I semi enjoyed that, but 
it, it's it's not the best basketball. No crowd excitement. No no hostility. Right. You know things like that. But I mean, they're already cutting the capacity in some of the stadiums around the you know some of the yeah. arenas. I mean, so it's like that's telling you right now we're heading backwards. Like we're not moving forward. It's regressing. <laughs> okay, so back to NFL before we transfer over. Um, I know you said that pretty much for the AFC, you only see the Chiefs. Or the Patriots as the you know the top two favorites to make the Super Bowl. Um, I'm not hating on the Bills. Yeah, I'll go comment on the Bills. I like Stephon Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> I like Josh Allen. He, Josh Allen's on my fantasy team, you know. Okay. But they have been a tricky team this season. They have not been the team that we expected to see. All that's what I'm saying. Uh, one, 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 one team I want to speak on. Not my team. I, I like the Baltimore Ravens, um, but I don't want to speak on them at all. I know we're <laughs> we're at a big, big, big fault right now um, with all that's going on with our injuries. Um, how do you feel about the Indianapolis Colts? Ooh, it's so funny. So I used to root for the Colts, had friends playing on that team. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're sneakily good this year. Because mm -hmm. um I don't know. I, don't I just wanna... I just like them so much. I just want to hear what you yeah. what you gotta say about them. The record doesn't show it, but Yeah, I, I was gonna say I just went and had to go look at their record really yeah, quick. Like, um, <laughs> they're seven and six you know, at the moment. They're what? Seven and six. Okay. Um, so at the time that I was rooting for them, it was like Andrew Luck era, right? Okay. And I'd seen them make playoffs uh, both years, I think, but like just couldn't get past the Patriots. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that will end up being the case again Ooh, in this. Okay. But we'll see when they face them. I like um, that. Well said. They actually played tomorrow. They actually, well, the game got postponed. They played tomorrow. Yeah, if the game oh, did not get postponed, I don't know. A lot of games got postponed today, and I, just, I know the the Seahawks and Rams and the Washington football the Eagles, one got yeah. pushed back to Tuesday. I Browns and another team got pushed to Monday, and I just cannot remember if the Colts and the Patriots got pushed back. I don't think so. Either way, we know we're gonna see it this weekend. Right, right? but I don't think it got pushed back though. So I'm looking forward to seeing that tomorrow. Um, actually. Um, I think um, the Colts' run game is probably the best thing they have going for them. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, definitely. <laughs> we'll um, see. So I think, if anything, they could be a, a wild card type of team where you just you didn't expect it, but, like, here they are. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have what it takes to, like, make it to Super Bowl, though. Real quick, just came to my mind. Um so how do you feel about the Ravens before we transfer? Well, actually, never question. I just want your Ravens thoughts. I mean, I'm a Lamar Jackson fan, okay. but y'all have had injuries play your running backs. Um, I think Lamar's on the COVID. Is he on the COVID? He just got hurt. Uh, hurt oh, the hurt. Okay. Yeah. So. yeah. so I think you're more like my Saints right now, where we don't have a solid quarterback, so everything else is going to shit. Like, All right. Right. <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> All right. So... Let's talk NFC real quick before I get some NBA talks with you. Um, so who you you know who you what you thinking about the NFC wise? You have the you know the Packers sitting at ten and three, the Bucks sitting at ten and three, Cardinals are also ten and three. You have the the Rams, the Cowboys, um, and I think just those five teams are the legit teams in the NFC. Um, so who do you think? That's where it gets a little tough. You have Tom Brady, um, of course, and what he has with him. Um, but I think the Cardinals, I mean, the Rams, they upped their offensive weapons, adding Odell, but losing Robert Woods. Uh, but Cooper Cup is having a, an amazing MVP from a wide receiver's perspective type of MVP season. Let's talk about that really quick. Okay. Odell going to the Rams was the best thing that happened to him. Why you say that? 
because he went to the Browns. They did not utilize him like they should have. Yeah. He was not getting the ball. And I was one of those people that said, if he goes to another team and does not produce, they're going to turn this around and say, he's not good anymore. He's yeah. not the Odell he's that yeah. he was touted to be. So him going to the Rams and scoring in multiple games is showing everyone that it was never him. Yeah. It was everybody else. And thank God for him because even if it wasn't true, it would have that would have been the narrative surrounding him. So this was the best move for him. Had they had we did we know that for sure? No, we didn't know what was going to happen when he got there. But the fact that, and I do think it does have something to do with like Robert Woods getting hurt. Yeah, I was hoping you said that. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean yeah. he was definitely a pivotal part of that offense. Um, I would. It's hard to say who their number one is. It's like you want to say obviously it's Cooper Cub, but like. Woody came, sorry, that's the nickname. I actually know him, so that's why that's the nickname. But Robert Wood, like, was, I don't want to say number two, but, like, you know, he was an option, no, a, I, a huge option. Off I, I completely agree with you. Before you keep going, I had a, a trade before the season started and um, in fantasy. That's how I know I agree with you. He was, like, yeah. I had the option. He had Cup and Woods. Yeah. He's like, which one you want? I was like, to be honest, I don't need, it doesn't even matter. You know, yeah, like, right. you know, like, they're both going to get the ball. They're, 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 they're the same type of player fantasy wise. They're going to do the same thing yeah. for me. But obviously, Cup had that spectacular season. It's far more, you know, what it was than what Woods was having. But still, Robert Woods was having a good season regardless anyway. You know, that's just who he yeah. is. So, yeah, the injury sucks. Yeah. Injury suck, period. Especially when you're having a good season and feeling like you're finally, you know, establishing who you are as a player in this league. Because it's so hard. Like, he has a. Um, like extensive, extensive background in LA from being a kid to high school to oh, college, wow. right? He's really like a big sports figure out here, I would say that. Oh, so wow. being in the league and then not necessarily immediately taking off, you know, it's tough. Wow. But I think that he has made his presence known on that team, especially as a leader. They respect him like as such. So uh, losing him to injury, it does. It definitely was a blow to the team and, like, you know, just the rest of their season for sure. And, 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 and that's why I agree with everything you said about the Odell part because he came in and made it look like, you know, I am that guy still. You know, his routes are looking more crisp. Um, he looked yeah. like he got his legs back under him. Uh, and, his and he's fresh off, him. yeah, fresh off his yeah, injury. I mean, you know. you know, like, not fresh, fresh, but you get what I'm saying, though. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he has something to prove, and I feel like, luckily for him, he's proving it. And, and it was a rumor when it first when the trade first went through that he's planning on staying. And I hope that you know I would love to see. I hope you know. I hope they sign him to an extension. Let them all three rock out. I wouldn't doubt that they try their mm -hmm. hardest. You know what I mean from both parties. Um, I think that he's happy with what's going on right now. Um, at least, I mean, I, this is from outside speaking. You know, I don't know him to be like, oh, this is how he feeling. But um, I would think that like. He's enjoying actually scoring and getting the opportunity to score. You see him celebrating with the team and yeah. enjoying laughing. It doesn't always come out with a win, right? But, like, he's being a part of the team and actually being able to contribute. Mm -hmm. And so if he feels like that could continue next season, I could definitely see him trying to resign. It will be different dynamic, though, because yeah. Yeah. Robert Woods will be back. So right. now it's not splitting between him and Cooper Cup. It's between him, Rob. You know what I mean? So it's but like, you can also think that it make the game easier for him, though. Possibly, yeah, possibly. You can't see just, like that. I think if anything, it's just a matter of people being okay with I'm not going to be the star, Every single but day. I'm going to be a part of a star team. Exactly, you know? exactly. And I think that's what that's the the good thing about having Tom Brady, and that's how they got into Antonio Brown. 
they have three star wide receivers with Rob with, with yeah. Gronk. So um, I can see the Rams having a similar situation. Only if all three of them can know, like you just said, that I don't have to be the star every single game. Uh, right. So yeah, that's that. But so what about the other teams in the NFC? The Bucks and you know, like what's your thoughts on the whole NFC outlook? So as an NFC South, uh, you know, my team in the <laughs> South, and I don't really respect the Bucks, but as a fantasy person. Go Brady, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> He's definitely on one of my fantasy teams. I'm in the playoffs, and oh, actually, all three of my teams have made it the playoffs. Okay. So, you know, it's serious over here. Yeah. I don't, when it comes to that, I don't got no allegiances to nobody. <laughs> but, um, I mean, no, the Bucks, honestly, good team. Like, they're back for round two. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are probably hoping they don't make the Super Bowl because it's like we're kind of sick of seeing Brady every time, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, it's also impressive. You know, you got to give him his props. I I am one of those people who um, can appreciate a star's talent and not necessarily be a fan of that star, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so that, I would say, is the case with the Brady situation. Like, completely respect his game, everything he's done and accomplished. He just is usually going against teams that I like, and mm-hmm. so I can't really rock with him, you know? But um, the Bucks are turning it out week in and week out uh it is they had some tricky moments too though like okay. you know they've had some games where it's like where y'all at right. y'all not, y'all not show up today like what's up so i think they need to get more consistent on that front um having leonard fournette step up like he is right now is honestly a game changer for them and is making all the world difference in right. what they're doing um I need to see more of Chris Godwin because he's on my fantasy as well. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, yeah, go ahead and throw him the dang ball, please. Who else? <laughs> but no, like, you know, they they have talent across the board offensively and defense too. Like, you know what I mean? They're a strong defensive team too. So it's kind of hard to compete with them. Um, they find ways to win, even when it gets tough for them. So, and I think the closer we get to playoffs, they buckle down and really put their head down and grind. And so I think they're in that mode right now. Like, mm. okay, no more games. Like we are here to finish this out and get back to the goal. Cause yeah, we won last year, but we won another one, you know? <laughs> so you pretty much say the Packers though. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the Packers too, you know? So, okay. So here's the thing with the Packers, right? I feel like they've been chasing it for a minute now. And I feel like Rodgers is like, this is for sure my last year with the Packers. For sure. So we're going to go out with a bang, right? Because last season, I for sure thought they would have made it to Super Bowl. I, I really had them as a favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season, I feel the same way again. Um, but this is why football is tough, because you can see multiple teams playing really well. And then when it comes down to it, it's going to be only one that can make it you know, out of each division. So wow. it's like, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's going to be tough. I mean, if it was up to me, I, I wanted to see the Rams, but the Robert Wood injury set me back. Like, I was all aboard on Rams prior to them even getting Odell. Yeah, like, yeah, people, yeah. Like, that was my team to make it. Are you from, are you from Cali? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So, that's good. Um, I didn't even know Robert Wood was such a big figure out there like that. That's nice. Yeah, that's cool. he. I mean, he went to high school out here and, like, was a big high school football star at Sarah, and then he also ran track. That's how I know him, from mm-hmm. running track. Um, oh wow! And then in college, he went to USC and was some. I'll say this: he's a big name there for sure. 
But then they also had a lot of talent there at the time, mm -hmm. uh, Marquise Lee, George Farmar. And so like they had to like share the bulk of everything. You know, they were all receivers. Right. And I think Marquise ended up kind of getting more of a, I don't know, I, I'll say opportunities. They just started to give him more opportunities than Robert Wood. So it's like, um, that's kind of what happened there. But like anybody that really knows of him or whatever, especially when it comes to LA, like they like admire him as a, okay, a sports that's player. cool, yeah, that's yeah. pretty dope. Well, that was enough NFL talks. Um, <laughs> breaking news just reported within the last hour, Kyrie Irving is now returning to the number one seed, Brooklyn Nets. Um, mm -hmm. He still did not get vaccinated. Um, he's standing full ground on that. But they're going back against their words saying that, you know, he can't play in none of our games, not even road games. Uh, he's now returning to only play in road games. What's your thoughts on that as the Brooklyn Nets, um, you know, add a superstar back to their roster? I kind of think that's going to be tough for them to really build true chemistry. Um because in their minds, they're going to be like, oh, we have him these nights and not these nights. And obviously playing home court is like a different dynamic. You want your full team there if they can be. Um, and I think after All-Star break, that'll get even more tricky because that's when things get more serious for that playoff run. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I'm, I'm all for do what you want to do when it comes to the vaccine, right? Like mm -hmm. do what's best for you, but understand that there's consequences that come from that. You know, a lot of us are being mandated to do something for our jobs. And I, I it, it's tricky because I understand some people's concerns about the vaccine, um, but we also had to get vaccinated to go to school. Like, I, I don't know why everybody kind of forgets that all of a sudden, but we definitely had to have all types of vaccinations and I was crying because I was only like 10 having to get wow. them, you know, before going to school. But like, that was a thing. And it was multiple shots at once, you know, mm -hmm. did we, do we fully know? No, I think it's just because it's been something that's been done for so long. We just do it. Like you're just supposed to do it. You know, um, it, I'm on the fence of the vaccine is something they just came up with and wasn't able to fully test. Yeah because it was something they needed as they quickly as possible quit, yeah, right so yeah. that's probably my biggest issue with the whole vaccine situation and i can understand some people's you know reservations about it but when it comes to Kyrie irving and being able to play or not i do think the nba should stick to whatever it is they're gonna designate as the rule and make that the case for everybody the same thing with the nfl with how you know, it came out later that Rogers wasn't vaccinated and yeah, everybody yeah. knew and all of this. It's like, OK, well, are you requiring it or are you not? You yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm sure there's a bunch of people who took it and probably weren't really for it, but took it because this is their livelihood. Yeah, this exactly. is the dreams that they've been trying to pursue forever, you know, so it's like make things fair across the board. Mm. And so, yeah, that's really just the take on that. Um, I, I'm interested in seeing how the team reacts to having him come in and out. Kyrie's a great player. Um, ultimately, you would think he's only going to make the team better. But a big part of playing on a team is chemistry. And if you're not there in the mix on a regular basis, it's hard to get that consistent, you know? Well said. Well said. Uh, that's definitely true. Uh, okay. I got two more questions for you before we wrap this up. You said you're an okay. L.A. girl. 
Uh, <laughs> one of your, I'm not gonna say your team because it's not your team, uh, but one of the teams from your city, Los Angeles Lakers, already doing what a lot of people probably out in your city thought they would do. Um, they're struggling. So talk to me a little bit about the Lakers a little bit. Does this not remind you of the time when LeBron tried to get a bunch of teams to no, not in Miami, uh, but tried to get a bunch of players together in the Cavs, the time, yeah. and it didn't work out. And by the time what was it? It was maybe for All Star yeah. break, but like they were all dispersed, right? D Wade out of here, yeah. like you know, it was yeah. like okay, it was a nice little experiment, didn't work. Back to the drawing board. I think that this is somewhat the case of that. Do I think that? that means they're not going to stick it out and try to fight for it? No. I think most of them are going to try to stay on the team because they like being in L.A. They like being a part of the Lakers. They're like, we just need to figure it out. We have all the pieces. Let's just figure it out. Um, people already had reservations about Russell Westbrook joining the team. Mm-hmm. We kind of see why now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the Carmelo Anthony ad, I felt like, was literally just him at this point. Not only wanting to play, but, like, let me just try to get a ring before I bow out. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. AD is a, is a player that frustrates me to no end because I – I'll tell you this. Like, so I worked for the Pelicans when right. I was on the team there. And I already knew what his fault was when it came to this game. And so when he they said everybody was all excited about him going to the Lakers, I'm like, all right, y'all don't know what you're getting, Right. And lo and behold, so what it's do you think show. his fault was, though? I feel like he's not aware of how great he actually can be. He says it, but then he doesn't really execute it. And one of those things is him being, I got to be careful. I'm going to just say it, he, too soft sometimes. You like, he lets minor injuries affect him. Um, and I'm, I'm not to say, like, you're hurt, you're hurt, right? But as an athlete, you also know there's some stuff you push through. And I think that it's always something I also used to, I used to say this and now I just feel like he's too far in his game to continue to use this as as an excuse. He's too far in his game to what? I'm sorry. To use this as an excuse, what I'm about to say, but I used to say that he hasn't fully developed his game as a big man. Like he's not used to being under the basket as center or, you know, whatever the case may be, because in college, I mean, in high school, he was playing guard, guard you know yeah. and then he hit this growth spurt and it's like now i'm learning my body and through college he only he was only there a year so you can only do so much in that year of development you know so you're developing now while you're in the league but you're supposed to be this leader of the team and you know savior for us and it's like eh, i still gotta figure out who i am as a player you know mm-hmm. but it's like now you're just too far along to continue to use as, as to use that as an excuse and it's one of those things like are you really sitting down in your off season and developing who you are as a player and what you can be. Because if you ever watch him play and when he's on, he is on. He's on and it's yeah. like really amazing to watch. You're just like, you don't realize how dominant you could be. You could do this every night. All that talk that they do about how great LeBron is and how that could easily be you. It's just an extra step of like, let me actually do it, mm-hmm. you know? But that's also the things that separate mega stars from, you know, people who have the talent and don't know how to use it. It's like really believing it and then putting the work in behind it. Well, and I'm not saying you're not a hard worker or none yeah. of that, but like it's showing, you know, there's things I, people are constantly complaining about. And I'm like, these are things I noticed while, you know, I was right there, part of the team watching, you know, mm-hmm. so. This this is the first season, uh, I'm a Kentucky fan. Uh, this is, so I, I've been a big fan of AD for a long, long time. And this was the first season that I feel like he's not a top five NBA player anymore. 
in this because mm-hmm. I always thought he was top five. Like you said, he doesn't realize how good he can be night in and night out and year in and year out. Um, he can definitely easily be the number one player in the NBA when you come to skill set and total way to play basketball offensively and defensively. But you're hearing the nose on him not utilizing his big frame down low more so. Like, just it's all over Twitter now. He's 18, 18, 55 for three this season, 18%. Like, why are you doing that? You know, um, that's not the idea I like. He actually is more dominant a little bit in New Orleans, but you see him more so firsthand. In my opinion, he had some great, great, great seasons in New Orleans. Um, well, he had no choice but to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have anybody to really lean on. And, like, the year that he did when it was, like, Boogie and then uh, Drew Holiday, Rondo, like, they were the veteran presence he needed to, like, have them be vocal where he wasn't trying to be. Mm-hmm. And then he could really just be about his game, right? Um, then Boogie got hurt and he kind of... Eh. Like they made the playoffs, mm-hmm. sweet Portland, you know, which was great, and I gave them the confidence. But then they hit the Warriors, and it's like my thing is anybody is beatable. You know what I mean? Even a team that you think isn't, you just gotta believe you can do it. Right. Do I think they would have had a better chance if Boogie was um, still playing yeah. and not had got hurt? I, I would have yes. loved. Yes. Yeah. They would have been the Twin Towers dominating, like you know. Even though I think them playing together wasn't always the best like when they were on the floor together mm-hmm. but it was uh when they figured stuff out it was it was good yeah. you know what i mean like so yeah what could have been but it is what it is i just think okay. now that like with ad teaming up with lebron he can rely on lebron you know what i mean and the thing is lebron needs to be able to rely on ad so that is the missing factor there mm-hmm. um and i don't know if ad fully gets the grasp of that right okay well um, two last questions for you. Just pretty much one question. Who do you have making the finals in the NBA and winning? And then my last question is, who do you have making the Super Bowl and winning? Hmm. I definitely have the Warriors. Um, I think they are getting back to being the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And adding Clay back will be the cherry on top. Um, who else out of the West? You only have, you have, you only just just one team from the West, and then okay, you think it makes just one thing. Okay, East. so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Warriors, and then on the East, it's kind of tough. <laughs> it's kind of tough. But I, I I feel like the easy option is the Nets, um, if they can get it together. Mm-hmm. They're not playing bad now. Uh, uh, KD with the with uh, Blake and the rookies right last night were pretty uh was pretty entertaining. Um, ooh, it's tough. I'm gonna go between the Bucks and Nets again because okay, okay. It, and I don't think I think that if Kyrie is back and is able to fully play, I'll I'll give it to the Nets. Okay. Um, yeah. So about who you got making a Super Bowl in the NFC? I don't NFC. Think, yeah, NFC, <laughs> NFC. The Super pretty much in the NFL. Before we wrap this up, I just wanted to hear those. Yeah, it's between the Packers and the Bucks on the NFC. I hate to say it. <laughs> kind of thing. I'm going I'm to say the Packers, though, because I'm going to give Aaron Rodgers the benefit of the doubt. Okay. And he's going to go out swinging. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll give it to them. And then on the AFC, oh, do I think the Chiefs are going to. Do we really want to see a Bucks Chiefs again? No. We don't. I don't. We really don't. I don't. I don't. 
I would just shake the table and give it to the Patriots. We don't really want to see them in there either, okay. but at least it's a new okay. quarterback. Like, yeah. I don't think you said it though. Um, you you don't have to tell me who you got winning the NFL. That'd probably be the Bucks. Uh, I would oh. like to see it the Warriors Nets in the finals. Who do you think will win that? Who you think will win that matchup? I don't know. The, but it just give it to us one though. time. You have Katie and Curry both playing MVP basketball. I don't know, but I will. I didn't want to see that one. Now that you said it, now that I, I really want to see that actually. So, um, I the Warriors might just have more of a um, chemistry to pull out a full series. Uh-huh. Um, I think the Nets' talent might be stronger than the Warriors' talent, but. It all comes down to how you can put together a full series and play as a team. And so... That'd be one for the books. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any... I think that that's the problem with team sports. People don't realize you can't do it by yourself. Like, even when I can ball and score 81 in one night, I still need the other people to step up Mm -hmm. around me, you know? So, yeah. Okay, well... Thank you. Thank you so much. It was an honor recording with episode 74 with you. Um, If you made it to the end of the episode and you didn't do it yet, don't forget to subscribe, um, like, and comment. Uh, We have Sydney Robinson here. Um, Any last things you want to say? No. Make sure you guys check out Facts and Stacks. You did an amazing job hosting. Thank you. Thank you. You're going. (laughs) Let me know if you ever need me again or if you need to uh, tap in with some other people in the sports world. I got a bunch of friends that would love to come on. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right, everybody.